Military Mom Talk Radio. We know behind every soldier, sailor, airman, and marine is the family supporting them. With over 200 episodes in 17 countries, over five seasons, with three million monthly listeners, we are Radio Strong. Now, here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. everybody this is Sandra Beck and I am with Shavana Floyd and we are going to talk money we're going to talk moving we're going to talk education but we're going to really talk about this with respect to finances and money and I know for me money kind of gives me the willies I don't like to look at my credit card coming in I would prefer the money just magically appear like the magic money fairy, but we all know that's not true. And so bringing Shivana on today is so important to me because I learn along with you guys. Shivana, welcome to the show. Hi, Sandra. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, now where are you coming from? You sound like you have like a little bit of an accent. Uh, well, actually, I'm in, we're residing currently at um, Fort Bliss, which is El Paso, Texas, but um, I'm from everywhere. I, it's hard for me to say. I'm from, I was born in Chicago, raised in Minneapolis, Minnesota, um, and then, of course, as a military spouse, I've been some of everywhere. See, I love that. And it was funny because I was going to ask you if you spent time in Minnesota. I work a lot in Minnesota. I was there last week for a week. And there's a little twang. There's like a little, there's a way you say your O that I'm like, oh my gosh, like I wonder if she's either Midwest or, but it's true. Like when we move all over as military families do, we do pick up little regional things from places. Or like when I was on the East Coast, I picked up the word wicked, like wicked cold, wicked, whatever. And you say that somewhere else and they're like, what's wrong with you? And um, so I think it's fun that we have all these experiences, but it can be stressful too. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Minneapolis, Minnesota, Twin Cities, that is where my family is currently. My mother and all of my siblings are still there in Minneapolis. Nice, nice. Well, I was in Mora. (laughs) I was in Duluth and I was in the Grand Casino at Hinkley, but I didn't gamble Um, (laughs) because that's the way like I could lose my money. So let's talk a little bit about money. What's your background? Like, you know, well, you're at Fort Bliss, so you're clearly a military spouse Mm -hmm. um, and you've clearly been a military spouse for a while if you've moved a bunch of places. How many moves have you done? Wow. Off the cuff. I know we've done at least five Um, with one overseas we were in South Korea for a few years that is fabulous that is fabulous so during all this you managed also to become a financial person and you have all these credentials I mean how did you do that Wow, that is such a great question, Sandra. So I am a military spouse, I am a mom, and I'm a wife. And um, so I mean, most military spouses know how it goes when you're PCS and then going to different places, it is really hard to hold down a career. It is. And, and so you know, I am part of the club of having a job, not having a job, 
you know how that goes. And um, so for me, I really found myself at a place where I really didn't know if I could have a career because my resume was not strong um, with having all the, you know, not having enough longevity. At least that's what I felt. And um, one great thing about the company that I currently work for, First Command, is they accommodate military spouses and they totally understand and they get it. And to be honest, I believe how they won me over was is is that they said that they have offices everywhere, wherever there are major military installations, they have offices. And um, so they really encouraged me by to know that no matter where my husband go in his career, I can always have a career. And so that was the start of my journey as a financial advisor with First Command. See, that's huge because I know, you know, myself and my friends, like you look at your resume and you're like two years, three years, one year, two years, back to the same location, two years, like, and the civilian population doesn't get it. They look at that and go, oh, she's a job hopper. You know, she's a, she's somebody that can't commit or she's somebody that the minute the tough, you know, the going gets tough, the tough gets going. And, you know, I want to honor that for the civilian community, they don't know what we know. They don't live our lifestyle. So, you know, but it's really hard to feel confident going for an interview when you know in the back of your head you're going to be moving at some point. And that uncertainty is really hard. And I know I've felt a lot of guilt and my friends have told me they feel a lot of guilt, you know, getting in a company and then they're training you And then, you know, maybe you finish your training and you work for a year or so and that training was super expensive and all of a sudden you're gone and there's nothing you can do about it. And even though they're proud of your family for serving our country, it's like, well, crap, I just wasted all that money on her and now she's gone. Well, if that happens a couple of times in a company, it's like we get that kind of military stink of like, you know, nobody's going to hire me. Or if they are, they're going to put me in a position that isn't really serving my skills, my ability and, and what I want to do. So I love that first command gets it. Like they understand. Now, second question, wife, spouse, moving, learning. Okay. So that's a lot of juggling for one person. Right. So I would say it is for, especially for me. So it was quite difficult to find the time because once you get hired with first command, you know, there's a process that you have to go through, you know, I would say pretty rigorous, you know, training that they take us through because they want to make sure that we have the knowledge base to be able to educate and help our clients. And um, so for me, finding the time to really buckle down and study because it's, it's multiple licenses that you have to acquire. Um, and, and, and they're not, um, you know, just easy peasy. <laughs> you have to really focus and you have to make the time and juggle around your children at home and, and your responsibilities to your family and, and still trying to do what you need to do for yourself so you can have a career. And so for me, um, it, was a, it was a struggle, you know, it really was, but I'm just really thankful that my family was very supportive and that I was able to be able to find the time to, to accomplish and, and, and receive all, pass all the exams <laughs> that I needed to be able to serve our military. So I'm very thankful for that. 
Well, and, and kudos to First Command for making it possible knowing that, you know, people are juggling because I know that's why I formed my own company, Shivana, because I had so many problems with, with, you know, what you just talked about. And I'm like, what if I formed a company that understood the needs of motherhood? My company is called Motherhood Incorporated, employs women to work from home in the tech fields. We do a lot of digital tech. That's how this, this show is happening. And the employer or the company has to be cognizant of the needs of their employees. And when they flex and bend and work around it, first of all, a company like First Command to do this creates great loyalty in their employees. They do. And they also not only care about their employees, but they care about their customers because fitting you with the right customer, you know, is, is really important because you've got to feel confident. But I do have to ask you, were you ever nervous? You like when you signed up and you're doing your exams, like, you know, I had to imagine that was pretty stressful juggling it, but on a personal level to stretch and grow to where you are today, that had, that takes some, some, you know, cojones that takes some strength. It does. Little anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But no, um, yeah, we were, I was just able to really find the time is really the main thing, finding the time to buckle down to do what I need to do and to be able to serve a a bigger purpose. Um, uh, I mean, just another thing that I really appreciate about First Command is that, you know, I have an opportunity to serve, you know, our nation's active duty military families, which, you know, when you're married as a military spouse, you know, you always hear, you know, folks congratulating your spouse, you know, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. But now I feel like that I am a part of something where I am doing a service also, and I'm serving, you know, our, our military professionals and their families. And that is just such a a great thing and a great thing to feel. Um, But it is something that First Command has provided. They've provided a pretty unique platform to be able to accommodate and provide the information, the education, and the, 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 the resources to help military families through financial planning. See, and I think, you know, financial planning scares me. I'll be honest. Like, it sounds like you're going to take my credit cards away and tell me I can't buy any more boots. Like, that's what what comes to mind. But how does it work? Like, what, walk me through, like, just does somebody call you? Do you get assigned somebody? Do you call them? Like, walk me through what it looks like, because I know if I know what I'm getting into, I'm less afraid, I'm less hesitant. So walk me through a little bit about what what it's like. Do you guys meet in person? Do you meet over Zoom? Like, how does it work? So we actually can do both. Um, We can safely meet face-to-face or we can do um, via Zoom. That is an option for our clients as well. But I think the the best way to start is is just maybe explaining a little bit about First Command so you can understand who we are and what we do. So what First Command is, is we are a financial planning firm. And what we're focused on is servicing the financial needs of our nation active duty military families. That is what we do. Um, The primary service that we offer, which is something that needs to, to be known, is 
financial coaching. So you just oh. mentioned earlier that, you know, the whole financial planning makes you feel nervous, but it's, it's a little bit different when you think about it on the coaching side, because that gives you the sense that you are going to be helped, which that is what we do. Um, what we do is we help you develop a comprehensive financial plan. So we're going to help you with that. So you don't have to feel like, oh my God, oh, you know, it's, it's, it could be overwhelming when you feel like that you have to do all the work. Yeah. What we do is when we help you create the, the plan, we also help you implement it because that's another step in the process too. Yeah. Okay. You can have a plan, but you know, executing it, you know, if we have a, a plan means nothing, if there's no execution behind it. And we, we are very cognitive of life changes because we understand that your life can change. So what we do is we coach you along the way to make sure that your financial behaviors are in sync with your goals. Okay. But here's the thing, Sandra, most people think that financial planning is, is a high end service. I know I hear that a lot. I did too. Yeah. I, I hear it a lot. And it's just for the wealthy. It's just, it's, I don't know where the stigma comes from, but most people think that. And well, they, think they have that, to have money to, yeah. to manage it. That's probably Obviously, most people always feel that they have to have a lot of money. Like, oh, I, I can't afford to have a financial advisor because I don't have any money. Right. Um, that's, that's what most people think. Um, they think that it's, it's something that's not available to them. But the interesting thing about First Command is we don't have no minimum net worth. So to work with one of our advisors, you don't have to worry about that. To be honest, you know, we work with um, just we work with with families who are just getting started for the most point um, and maybe haven't had a chance to build or accumulate a lot of assets, you know, I mean, or don't know how to do that. We start right from the beginning, you know, which we we love to be able to to see that growth and and help our clients along the way and you know but the interesting thing is years ago you know what first command did is they waived their financial planning fees because at one point you know that that was something that was relevant but it's not relevant for us now we waived that for for service members and their families because we didn't want that to be any reason for a military family not to sit down with a first command advisor we wanted them to know that financial planning is something that that they could be able to benefit from and to make sure that financial planning is something that is a part of their lifestyle and so we can be able to help those those families complimentary. They don't have to worry about, oh my God, I have to pay you all of this money. No, we're going to help you and we're going to do it complimentary. There's nothing that you have to worry about in reference to paying us for the information, the knowledge, and the the help and the resources that we're going to provide to you. We just know it's so important. We know that the best way to get started is to, to get yourself financially squared away and through having a financial plan, period. And we also understand the earlier in your career, the better. Right, absolutely. Well, and I think many of us, you know, like my mom was born in the Ukraine and my dad was born here, but he went, you know, he was military, he was in the Navy. And so everything I learned about money I learned from the two of them and my mom kept bags of money. Like she put coins in bags and save them. So I'm like, okay, well that's her saving plan. You know, and my dad was like, come to my house and look at my mug collection. This, you know, this college education, this is my investment in my kid. You know, this one's worth 20,000. This, you know, (laughs) university of Michigan mug is worth 15,000. He's like, that's my, you know, there's my retirement, my, you know, my investment, my fancy mugs collection. Um, But, if you didn't come from a family that 
either had a good relationship with money or in my case, didn't have any money, you know, things like that. It's, it's a little bit scary and overwhelming to go to somewhere and talk to someone and you kind of have to expose your underpants, like, you know, with your money and like what you really make and what you, you know, cause you can lease a car, you can have a car more than you can afford. So I think there's a lot of like, you know, weirdness around that. And then to pay for that weirdness, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, that would be a barrier for me. So I love that you do not have a fee for the military family and they can set an appointment and talk to somebody um, and then talk to me about privacy. Like who gets this information? Like, I'd be a little nervous going, I'm handing all my financials over to somebody. Like, what does that mean for me? So we have really great privacy and confidentiality. So it doesn't go beyond your advisor, meaning with our company, they assign you to an advisor and you only have that one advisor. No other advisor can access a client's information. Um, the only way that that is available to another advisor is, is if that um, client family has PCS to a, another duty station and they have been reassigned to another advisor, but the information is not shared. But okay. one thing, one thing I do want to, you know, express is, you know, financial advisor, it, and it's very important to understand that financial advisors, they are not interested in judging you. Um, and, Cause I totally can relate, you know, with, the feeling of, oh my gosh, you know, I don't want to, you know, spill out all of my air out all of my, my dirty laundry, you know, <laughs> in a sense. Um, but what we do is, is we just basically want to focus on gaining the understanding of what you want to accomplish. And so, and, and, and does require, you know, you to, to share some information, sharing your personal information, you know, and, 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 you know, all your details, I know it can be intimidating, you know, yeah. um, it's, it's a trust factor. I'm, I'm trying to get to, to know you or, you know, I'm, I'm maybe a little embarrassed because I feel like I'm not where I should be. You know, I totally get it. To be honest, you know, if, if I can just tell a personal truth, yeah. um, I can, I can totally re relate, you know, I, once upon a time, you know, before, you know, I've gotten in this industry and received the education and, and had my own plan and, you know, in order, you know, I was that military spouse who just didn't have have a clue. Right. You know, I was responsible for the finances, my husband, while he was gone and, and oh. at home raising my children and trying to figure out the finances. So I absolutely love when I get a chance to sit down with that family who just really, you know, don't know what to do. And for me, it's, 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 I've been pretty good with being able to make people feel comfortable with opening up and disclosing that information that they need that I need so that I can be able to assist them, you know, and help them in the direction that they need to go. You know, I'll give you an example, you know, you have a service member who, who, who may come and, you know, they're concerned because they have, you know, credit card debt, you know, they're embarrassed about it. They're, they're worried, they're concerned. Debt makes people feel concerned, you know? And, um, you know, oh and God, just, that keeps you up at night, like, you know, yeah, I mean, they yeah. just and, and I see it all the time, you know, the, the feeling is real money, the, the emotion that people feel about money, it's real. Absolutely. And so 
I totally understand and I totally get it. You know, I've walked in their shoes before so I can empathize and I can say, look, it gets better. You know, it, it, these things are important. Let me teach you, you know, how to change your situation. You know, First Command, you know, provides a, a platform where we can educate our clients and, and teach them how to be able to, to change their whole path financially wise. But yeah, it does come with a, a little opening up and, and sharing the information. And, um, you know, but getting back to that service member who's embarrassed about the, the credit card debt, you know, that is exactly what we're able to do. That's a service that we provide to our clients. We see, if we see our clients paying high interest on their debt, we can be able to, oftentimes we can help them refinance their debt by just doing a, a debt consolidation loan, which that has been huge for many folks, just something as simple as that. And, and just being able to help them free up some extra dollars to, to be able to now pay off debt a little faster or to be able to save more money for, you know, for additional goals. You know, it's, it's just so many things that folks can do. And I think just by having an advisor to, to sit down with you and talk those things through can be very enlightening to you and, and give you a lot more confidence in, in making good um, informed financial decisions. Well, yeah. And what I'm hearing you say is like, you guys are not like this, you know, hard sell sales, you know, focus thing. You're like the military money friend, you know, <laughs> where <laughs> you can come and talk and, you know, you don't have to be embarrassed about where you are. And I know a lot of spouses, all of a sudden they're in charge of the finances and that can be really overwhelming. And what I'm hearing you say is that, you can help us with some of this stuff and it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Like you can, you can help me understand, you know, cause like sometimes I've got friends that don't even understand like compound interest and like how things are costing them more money, like just sitting there and, yeah. you know, learning some of this stuff, you know, not all of us, you know, have a banker as a dad or went to school for banking and, you know, understand this stuff. So having like a military money friend, is what I look at for you as an advisor, because I've talked to you, you haven't tried to sell me anything. You're just telling me, look, we can help this. This is part of my service. And, um, you know, yeah, if you want to buy some things and they work for you in that plan, but I'm not going to sell you anything that doesn't work for your ultimate goal. And we all know the military is a super small community. <laughs> if you guys weren't doing a good job, like it would be all over everywhere. And it's the truth. I mean, some people don't want to seem ununiform. I mean, particularly if they don't know a lot about finance, that's just, you know, that's a, just something that folks don't want to deal with. Um, but one thing that I can say that we are proud, we can say this, you know, um, we're proud at First Command of the process that we take our clients through. That's really um, important to us that it's not just about a planning process, okay? It's an educational process. It's important to us that our clients understand what they're doing and why it's so important for them to look ahead to the future. We are believers. We truly are. We're believers of our clients having the understanding of the what and why because we've learned that it makes them a better long-term planner. So we're, that's, that's super important to us. 
Right. So, so let's say you're going to counsel me or you're going to coach me. So I come in and tell you, you have great lipstick because you look adorable today. You guys can't say it, but she's got this ruby red lipstick that I absolutely <laughs> adore. She looks totally professional. Unlike me, rode hard and put away wet. Um, but so I come in and let's say we have a, let's just do a zoom meeting. So would I have sent my financials to you ahead of time? Correct. So actually, we have a way via Zoom where we can be able to uh, record information from you in a secure manner. And um, so and it's, it's just a seamless process that we take you through to gather everything that we need. And so we can be able to do our part in reference to creating you a comprehensive financial plan. So we try, to make it, we try to make it easy for you. Yeah. So we just talk like this isn't like you're not filling out tons of forms. You're not like, you know, like my perception is like this crusty, dusty old guy with, you know, like stacks of files around and he hands me the stack of papers that's like, you know, 100 pages thick and sign over your first child. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the perception that I have. And what you're telling me is it's just a conversation and sharing some information that can help you navigate the future financially. That is correct. I mean, and with uh, electronic services, it makes things a lot easier to be able to um, communicate with you and provide you with the information you need. And it's a very seamless matter. Wow. So I'm already feeling better. <laughs> you know, I'm already less stressed because I do think, you know, that that kind of prospect of of sharing that information, it reminds me of like when I, I just finished a long term cancer treatment and the cancer was in my skin and it was a deadly cancer. So every once in a while, I'd have to strip naked in front of like a doctor and two nurses. I wanted wow. to die, you know, two kids later, like nobody wants any of that. So I figure if I can stand up and, and, you know, get my skin checked and, you know, I can come in and have like a financial look at stuff. And, and what happens if you kind of freak out a little bit in the middle of it, can you come back and say like, I need a little time. And, you know, does that ever happen to you? Oh, yes. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I have some clients, you know, that, um, you know, it, it, it may have been a whole year process. Um, actually, to be honest, I, I, I just think of someone top of mind, been working with them probably for a couple of years. It's, it's been a long process, but I do understand. I mean, we understand as a, as a company, you know, that I mean, we don't, we don't pressure our clients, you know, we, we provide them with the information, we empower them with the education and, you know, we let them walk through this process. We don't push you to do anything because at the end of the day, it's about building a relationship. It's about trust. You know, it's about building your confidence and, and, and providing, you know, a great service to you that can, can really benefit you. It's really about you and benefiting you. And so at the end of the day, for me, I'm very patient, you know, I, especially, you know, um, um, when we're working with maybe some of our senior clients, patience, you have to be patient. You, do, you don't rush people to, to make a decision. You don't push people to make a decision. You have to be patient and, and, and just be there to accommodate them, you know, as they feel comfortable and as they feel ready. 
I love that because, you know, everybody thinks, you know, like it's like the term veteran, like some people have, you know, civilians have the perception of it's an 80 something year old, you know, and we've got 20 something veterans. And so if you're no longer active duty, what does that mean for first financial or sorry, first command? Oh, no problem. So for first command, if you're no longer active duty, we have a guarantee. We life to lifelong service, you know, to you guaranteed. So Basically, if you retire from the military, once a client, always a client. And that's actually important to know because I do get that sometimes folks feel like, oh my God, I'm about to get out of the military. I'm about to retire. Do I have to start paying you now? No, absolutely not. We will still continue the process and the journey that we started with you when you were maybe a a young service member um, or wherever stage you are in your your life or your career. We're still going to continue on that process with you all the way into retirement. That's really good to know. That's really good to know. What are some reasons that people come to a financial planner? Like you mentioned credit card debt. Like, are people worried about college for their kids? Like, do they want a boat? Like, you know, why do other people want to go? I'm always curious about what other people do. Well, you know, it's it's lots of things that, that people like to do, but it, it just depends on what stage they are in life, you know, to, to be honest, you know, that they're in. But what I'll use, for example, let me think about, um, let's say that we have um, a family who just wants some advice on, you know, what do I do or how do I get started? Or, you know, I, I, I don't know what to do. You know, one thing I like to assure folks is it's never too late to start organizing your financial life, period. It's never too late. That's important to know because a lot of folks feel like, oh my God, I'm so behind the curve or, you know, whatever the case may be. No, it's never too late. And now is a great time to start. Okay. So, you know, and people, you know, just have to, we, we just have to understand what your process is because there's a lot of processes. You have some folks who have the old paper system where, you know, they save everything. They have yeah. documents and statements everywhere. Um, and so usually what we'll try to recommend with someone who is in, in that phase is maybe consider shredding some of those old statements, reorganizing some of those folders, if possible, switching to, to, to paperless or electronic statements. I know that you know, that might be a change, but it will help reduce some clutter. It will help and it would actually help reduce the potential case of fraud because you, you, you don't want to have sense, too much sensitive information that is accessible or easy to be able to be stolen. You know, um, I would also another thing that we assist with is, is helping clients create a budget that is super important. Um, sitting down and, and, and with yourself and, 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 and listing out all of your expenses. I always tell people, you know, if you're ever interested in just trying to organize your financial life, the first step is to create a budget, period. Um, a lot of folks say, well, how do I create a budget? I have no idea. Um, all you have to do, pull up, your, pull up your bank statement, whether on your phone or your app or statement or whatever you have, and write down all of your bills that you have to pay every month. Not not the your 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 shopping on Amazon and your eating out and all of that. Just the, the the main things that you have to pay on a monthly basis. Record all of that so you can have a good gauge of how much money do you spend. You know how much do you need and how much do you have left over? Because you can be able to have a really realistic point of view when you can actually see how much money you have left over. 
Um, I would say in addition to the, the paper, the paperless billing, I will also say consider auto pay. That's um, that would just help make a budget flow so much easier and it would simplify um, um, paying bills. That's something that um, you know, I would recommend. And I would also, something that we help with is just help people to prepare to look ahead down the road, especially for big expenses that's coming down the road. Don't be blind to it. You know, I'll say, Sandra, don't be blind to it. If you know that you have a, a big expense that's coming down the road, start preparing for that. Start, you know, setting some money aside so that you can be able to pay for it opposed to, you know, being um, faced with a, a big bill or debt uh, when that time comes. There's a lot of things that we can do um, to prepare. But if you don't have a system, at the end of the day, you want to create one. Um, and definitely, if, if um, you want to talk to an advisor, we would definitely love to help you create a system. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how do people, how do people get a hold of you? Do they, they call the, you know, call, call the 1-800 number or <laughs> they email you? Like, you know, how do they find you? Easiest way is to go to our website. Um, that would be the easiest way, which is www.firstcommand.com. Um, what you do, you just go there and um, you can, uh, what we'll do is we'll connect you with a financial advisor and that advisor will help get you started. Right. And do most of the financial advisors there have a military background? Now, that is the cool thing about First Command <laughs> is um, a vast majority of our advisors do have um, military background. Right. Either as a spouse or as former active duty. Like I find that that, you know, I, when you have that innate understanding of what's going on. You mm -hmm. don't ask, like sometimes when I'm working in the civilian world and they ask me questions and I'm like, oh, you just don't get it. And then you lose trust in that person. Cause it's yeah. like, if you don't, can't understand the basics of a military family, then, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna bump up against each other a couple of times. So it's really good to know that, that you guys all have that experience either as a spouse or as a family member or, a, or as having served because you'll get it like there's so yeah. much that you don't have to explain in that situation Absolutely. so let's give some good tips for our military moms out there like you gave a great tip about you know doing a budget and using those regular expenses like your gas bill your water bill your electric bill your cable bill your internet bill your uh rent or your mortgage your insurance like you know your car insurance all of those things come up regularly so making a list and knowing what that total amount is is really helpful because you know what you need to cover first before you can spend yeah, absolutely. Um, so I would say after you've sat down and, and, and made a list and created that budget, and now you're able to identify what can you do. One thing I love about the budget is it does tell you what you can and what you can't yeah. do. <laughs> it tells you the truth. And so I would definitely say that would be the first step. But in addition to that, once you've identified like how much money you have remaining after you have paid the bills that you have to pay, then the next step would be to, to look at setting some goals for yourself. So if, if debt is a challenge, then if we have extra money in the budget, maybe we can start applying a little extra towards paying down or paying off debt. Yeah, another thing that we can do is 
is uh, start, I would say when I say set goals, you want to set achievable goals. Now that's the key because, you know, if the goals are too big, Sandra, um, you can really get discouraged and fall off and, and say, oh, yeah. this doesn't work. But if you set something that's achievable that you can, that's realistic, you know, for example, you know, you might say, I want to save more money, right? That's a common, um, a common thing. Uh, but instead of just saying, okay, I want to save, how about I build an emergency savings? You see how that sounds a little different than just saying I want to save. Now you have targeted something more specific where now you're working towards something and then set yourself a goal. I want to set aside, I want to build an emergency savings for two months of, of my pay or right. you know whatever you want to accomplish. Um, that is really the key. You just, once you identify where you are through the budget, then we can start setting practical goals and start building from that and 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 then as you start accomplishing your goals as you're moving forward start increasing it a little bit maybe you can do a little bit more maybe you started off with i can do 25 bucks a month easy okay now maybe i can bump that up to 50 dollars a month or whatever it is that you can do the the main thing here is that you want to make sure that you're, you're you're doing things that are realistic and achievable and that you're putting forth the action to accomplish the goals Right. Well, and I think the hardest thing is just facing it. Like, you know, for me, like looking at, and I remember, you know, I'm, I've been a single mom for 16 years. So when I found myself suddenly single and no child support, no spousal support, like not a nil, nothing. Um, I stuck my head in the sand for about a year and I just charged what I used to spend and I ran myself up a $10,000 credit card debt. And then I couldn't sleep at night and I was freaking out. And, and, you know, thankfully I had, you know, somebody like first command to help me in those days to say, okay, let's write down everything you owe and everything you're spending. And when I started paying that down, I felt my stress level go down. Yeah. But the other thing that happened that was weird is like when I started paying off that debt, and it took me a whole year, year and a half to pay that 10 grand down. Yeah. And I started out really small, but then I started, my mindset started changing. I'm like, well, you know what, if I make sandwiches, instead of picking up fast food for the kids, there's another like, $20 that can go towards my debt. And then I actually traded in my car and I got a more affordable, I had a huge gas hog, you know, like great big monster, you know, loved that car. Oh my God. Did I love car. <laughs> but I realized it was only temporary. Like if I could get my finances under control and I could get like a redo, a reset, like that's what I hear that you can do with me. If I could get that credit card debt down, which I did, I found myself every day making different decisions. I didn't run through the coffee shop and get an $8 coffee because I was so stressed out and I felt I needed something for myself. You know what I mean? That, <laughs> that whole shopping thing. And um, I got my spending in line naturally, organically because, and I kept a post-it, Shivana. It was so funny. I had this little post-it up on my, like I've got a cabinet over my computer. And every time I made a payment, because sometimes I would do a side hustle you know, babysit some kids for the weekend, pick up a couple hundred bucks, boom, goes right over to that, like write the check to the credit card company, put it in the mail, you know, and, and, you know, I was a paper person back then. But as I saw it going down, 
I got more into it. And then once I got it down to zero, which I like went out and celebrated, but I didn't spend, I just went out and celebrated with the kids. And I'm like, Hey, we have zero debt except my house payment, like no car payment because rolling that car back and the relief Shivana, it was like night and day. I didn't look like the walking dead every morning when I got up with this big debt weight on my back. And I felt that I was in control and I knew what I was spending. I knew what I could spend. And it also got rid of the sneaky spending. Like I'm, if I just run the credit card really fast, it won't count. Like, <laughs> and you laugh because you know, I'm telling you the truth. Like these are the things we do, you know, if we run it fast and we throw away the receipt, it didn't happen. And somehow like the boots of the purse magically showed up in my closet. Um, but once I got to be mindful in my spending, maybe for a week or two, I cried a lot and was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to, I want to be able to do what I want. Wah, 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 wah. But what I didn't want was the feeling that I created by doing that. Right. So then when I started kind of mindful spending, which meant, you know, if the kids and I were going to go out and eat, we're going to go out and here's our budget. I could really enjoy it. I didn't have to feel guilty. I didn't have to feel scared about the credit card bill coming at the end of the month. Like there's all these secondary reasons for getting your finances, you know, under control with Shivana Floyd and First Command as your, you know, your military money friends. Um, those were all the benefits that I had no idea were coming. Mm, right. And I always say too, you know, don't get overwhelmed, you know, um, when you're trying to face, you know, get started and just finally face it, you know, don't naturally feel overwhelmed, you know, because at the end of the day, Sandra, if a person just do it would say, look, I'm going to do this, you know, piece by piece, step by step, you know, kind of like what you just said. I, I love what you said. You know, you just, you faced it and, and you did what you could. And then, wow, now you're debt free. Wasn't that a great feeling? I can still remember how it felt. Like I went to bed at night and I'm like, I don't owe anybody. I mean, yes. I'm okay with owing my mortgage because we have to yeah. have somewhere to live. Like there's certain things like, but I didn't overspend on my car. So my car was paid off. And then I got an attack of the cheapies. I have to tell you, like once I got out of debt, I'm like, oh, don't turn the air conditioning on. Like my budget is $85 for our air and everything this month. Like, oh, um, I did have an attack of the cheapies. I slung, swung shot, like slingshot, like went from spendy, spendy, spendy to, you know, El Cheapo San. And the kids were like, mom, like, stop it. (laughs) We can don't have to eat eggs and oatmeal every other day. Cause that was one of the things I did to keep my no breakfast cereals, unless it was a holiday and eggs and oatmeal and bananas. And, you know, when I could reduce my grocery bill down to the essentials, we still enjoyed the food and it was actually healthier. Because once I rejigged my um, my shopping bill, I got like $200 more a month mm-hmm. and I started and we ate healthier. Like win-win. Was it an adjustment? Yes. Did I cry a lot in the beginning? Yes. I'm a crier. Mm-hmm. Fridays are my cry day. Um, <laughs> and that's how I deal with my stress. But the feeling of not owing and having an empty credit card 
if I needed to pay the $1,200 deductible on a broken leg for my kid. You know, like I didn't want my kids playing sports, Shavana, because I didn't have the deductible for an injury. Right. Like, you know what, Sandra, I, I would tell you, you know, and, and even for your audience, you know, if that's something that someone who is listening may struggle with, you know, just debt, that's a big deal um, to a lot of folks, you know, and it does, it does keep you up at night. It, it's, it's, it's overwhelming. It feels stressful, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. You know, if you do, you know, if you, if you just take that time to just go ahead, we have to face it. That's the, the, the first hurdle. We have to face it. We have to identify it. We have to know what, what you, what we're dealing with, yep. you know, and, and, you know, and if you need help, please, we would love to help you. Okay. But at the end of the day, you do have to sit down and you have to know what you, you have to pay off. You have to do a really good job of, of knowing what is the balances, what is the interest rates, what is the, you know, we, we have to know that. And I know that's not the fun part, but no. we have to do it so we can be able to do what we need to do to, to get rid of debt because you can be debt free. Yes. You can do it. You know, if, if Sandra could do it, if Shivana yep. can do it, you can do it. And it, trust me, it is such a great feeling when you have, you don't have the pressures of debt and you actually have the free cash to be able to do other things, to be able to um, spend more time with your family or take a nicer vacation or, you know, to be able to do other things. It feels so good. If, if there's nothing money can buy to feel as good as being out of debt. Like, yes. I am not kidding you. You know, we've been there. So I encourage you guys to check out First Command. Think of them as your military money friend. No obligation, no fees up front. Just make a call because when you do, when you face it, you either face your financial situation or it will run up from behind you and grab you around the neck. Like that's how I felt. It was always chasing me and, and it was killing me because I couldn't sleep at night. I couldn't function and it made it hard to work, made it hard to parent, you know, debt can be crippling. So you don't have to suffer. You don't have to struggle. You know, you guys have met Shivana today. There's lots of nice people over there at first command. I've, I've met a bunch of them and they all have the best interest of the military family and you at heart. So yeah. Shivana talked about serving. This is the way she serves. I learned that I'm going to serve Shivana by doing a military radio show. So we all do what we can, but we don't have to suffer. We don't have to suffer in silence. There is help available. I know it was really hard for me to pick up the phone or go to the website and just ask for some help, but you'll be so glad you did. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I appreciate you, Sandra. Thank you for giving us this opportunity to, to shed some light. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you guys, I want you to go today. Now, if you're frustrated, if you're scared, if you're worried, if you don't know what you're doing, all of the above, go to firstcommand.com. There's a phone number on there. There's email. You can do whatever you want. Just start. Just start. And once you start, it's like you're like this little like engine that could you start chugging up the hill, chugging up the hill. But once you get over that hill, it's smooth sailing down. I'm living proof. Shavana's living proof. Please, ladies, if you need this help, reach out. 
grab it, take advantage of it. And then you can buy those boots or that purse you want and really enjoy it and not feel guilty. We'll be back again next week with another great episode. Thanks for spending time with us today on Military Mom Talk Radio. We've got more than 200 episodes available to you anytime on iTunes or at our website, MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter. We look forward to another great conversation with you on Military Mom Talk Radio.